self-destruct in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. What's up, boys? How you doing? Hey! Thursday afternoon. Hi, we're here, guys. We're here on a special night tonight. We got plans this weekend, so we couldn't miss the show. So we're here on a special Thursday edition. Second time we've done it. Cinco Squad coming at you. Thanks for tuning in, whoever's there. Hey, we have an audience of zero. We just love talking to ourselves anyway. Guys, what a weekend in sports. This is Jamie P. With me tonight, I got Mike the Lone Ranger. I got Mr. Jonathan Sawyer. We got Pat in the house. We got so much to talk about. We're going to go into the current state of the NBA and NHL playoffs. People can't stop scoring runs in the MLB. We got five goals galore in the NHL. A lot of stuff went down this week that's really been a sober moment for the United States once again. But we're going to keep it upful before we get there. My boy Mito that I picked had a big meltdown at the PGA Championship. John's going to tell us what he would have done. And of course, we're going to have our favorite Stump the Squad. But you know I love talking basketball, so we got to get a little bit of who deserved to really be on the first team All-NBA. So all that coming at you right here. Gentlemen, you know how we start the show. Always want to know what you're sipping on to get your moonlight and right for the show. So Mikey the Lone Ranger, what fruity beverage you got on deck today? <laughs> Actually, it's really weird you say fruity beverage. So because it's on a Thursday... And those of you that have watched before know that I have to work Thursday night, so I'm working after this. So I cannot have a beverage beverage. But what I can have is strawberry banana body armor. There we go. So it's legitimately fruit. But his substitute comes in clutch. I love that shit. That it does, that it does, that it does. But Pat in the hat, what do you have today? Guys, I, I got to endorse this. It's a natural light. Natterdays. Oh, I've heard so much about those. Strawberry lemonade with some drinking beer. It's perfect. Yeah, we're on the strawberry you know. lemonade kick. Dude, you can golf with this thing. You can you can oh play pickle basketball game with this thing. Some pickleball with this thing. Oh or you can do a Thursday night podcast when you got work in the morning. <laughs> pickleball. <laughs> Squad. John, you have yogurt tonight, or you have you water? Yogurt? You <laughs> no you yogurt. Got? I got, I got myself a, a Celsius, tropical vibe. My wife is Bro. gonna be upset because I drink hers. But Bro, uh, I've been buying those <laughs> things. They're legit. Those are legit energy drinks. They are fucking delicious. All natural. Yeah, I a lot of people where I weren't drinking it throughout the day because they need to on here. Hell yeah! All right, I got but my no brand. I got my no brand agua, not giving any company any recognition right now. I hate drinking out of plastic bottles, but it's all I got on deck tonight, boys. 
I'm thirsty. So let's think into the world's healthiest drink. Some high hey. quality, baby. Some high quality. Hey, you gotta stay hydrated out there. That's some, that's some high quality H two O. All afternoon. Bro. Mike, all right, so, Mike so, Daniel Barkley says, "Now, what's really mixed in that drink, Mike?" Non-descript. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I agree, Daniel. Daniel, thank you, for, thank you for tuning in. He's actually a, a frequent tune-in guest for our uh, our wrestling podcast on Review and Preview. So thanks for coming on over and checking out the. Uh, thanks, Man, big up, Dan. Big up. Hey, Mike, you Dad, can tell it's moonshine, man. <laughs> Nondescript. Nondescript. Uh, your boy, Mikey, the Lone Ranger. Anytime a Ranger game is going on and we're, and we're in the middle of a show, he kind of looks like he's on the edge of his sheet. So, guys, I promise you, Mike right now is not antsy just for the sake of just because he's antsy. Like, he's literally on the edge of his seat because we're in a 1-1 game right now. And this is the only game left in the NBA and NHL playoffs that we don't have a team yet that's on the brink of getting in. To the next round or into the championship round every other team has won three games this is where we're going to see one team go up three two all of us have been talking for a while this week who's the better team who's the better conference who's the better league do we like the nhl do we like the nba more you know what i like more you wait for champions league final for liverpool so guys here's where we're going to settle it which playoffs if you only had one channel and you couldn't change it what would you tune into right now NHL, easily. NHL. NBA. NBA. <laughs> NBA. Even if NBA. the Celtics. What if the Celtics weren't in it? NBA. NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I love the game of basketball, man. It's hardwood, man. Dribble, jumping on the court to get the loose ball. That's some energy. Just giving one word descriptions of the game of basketball. <laughs> Hard, hard wood, NHL easily, but uh, Jamie, NHL easily. I mean, yes. I've, I, I mean, I'm a hockey player, so I grew up watching and uh, being around the game. So I yeah, easily NHL all day. But I, you know, I love the one thing about NBA I don't like is, and I think we alluded to this in our group chat, is saying that you know the games haven't been interesting. I mean. The Miami uh, Heat in the Boston Celtics series has been very boring. And I'm a Heat yeah. fan, so it's very – You've been boring. You've been boring. <laughs> I'm going to try to more back and forth with you. They had a stat pop up last night that for the previous four games, there had been four total lead changes. And last night, I think midway through the third, in that one game, there had been four to five lead changes. So Total. Right through, it's been a fairly predictable series because – one team has taken control of the game fairly early. I thought it was going to be a dogfight. I'm really surprised. I know injuries have riddled both teams, and, and they haven't been at full strength. But I'm really shocked that this hasn't been more competitive, to be honest. Okay. Uh, you guys want me to describe the real reason the Celtics blew out the heat last night? Oh, no. Okay. Go for it. I'll tell you. So, I have time. After the back and forth, my girlfriend gave me a haircut. I, I will disclose this haircut. <laughs> What's different? It's it the sides. The sides. Oh, the you just showed us the top. <laughs> she cuts my hair in the bathroom, right? I put the game on my phone in the bathroom. Really Celtics made a comeback in the third quarter. I did not leave the bathroom the entire second half of the game. Terrible. And that's how my Celtics won in South Beach. 
It's well, all me, that's baby. That's you guys, listen, I know all of us did that when we were young. Do you guys still believe right now that that actually works as a fan? That like, if someone's working yes. for you, you just stick in that spot. How can I not believe that? <laughs> no, so I don't believe it's like, the hat, like, you guys believe in all no. that stuff? Oh, yeah. No? No. You do? I mean, people will be like, oh, you got your playoff beard? I'm like, I've had this for like 10 years. So, yeah, I guess so. Always <laughs> playoff. <laughs> hey, come and on. Yes, Ray, Ray here. Daniel John says NHL. And by the John way, John doesn't my believe in it. Oh, I other believe way. in it, and the Celtics won. How about I agree with Mikey. Pro basketball. Uh, uh, Michael. Not a uncle. team game anymore. That's your uncle, right, Mike? That's my uncle. I agree. I agree. What's that, man? North Carolina fan. Uncle Mike. Uncle Wait, Mike. hold on, John. Time out. John, time out. How hmm. could you agree to that when the Celtics are playing team basketball? They're playing team basketball. They, they, no, no, they're no. Super I'm not stars. saying – okay, so I'm not saying that they're not playing team basketball. I'm saying that the NBA playoffs um, has been boring. The games have been boring because, I mean, when a team is up 30 or 40, why do you want to continue to watch? Like, especially when they're playing your team. I mean, I was watching the Heat uh, Celtics series, and when they were playing in Boston, I was sitting there, I was like – why Why am I sitting here watching this? I'm like, they're up 30 in the first quarter. <laughs> like, they suck. <laughs> Man, okay. All right, guys. So, Mike, you got NHL because your team is still in it. If the Rangers weren't in it, would you still say NHL? Yes, 100%, 100% NHL. It's way more exciting all the time. Okay. I mean, I, I'm. it goes back to what I said in the group chat, which we, is a topic we will get to someday, but yeah. it's NHL. Did uh, Carolina play last night, guys? I think that game was super exciting, right? You think Carolina has the game? They're up 3 nothing in the second period. Did they blow it? Are, they, are we going to see them lose in seven here? Colorado. 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 They were up 3 no. nothing, I believe. And, and, they're up 3 nothing. Oh, they're up 3-0? Yeah, 3-0. Yeah. I mean, that's tough. I mean, and especially with, um, you know, uh, uh, St. Louis without their best player, which is their goaltender. Um, I mean, that's pretty tough. Um, that's pretty tough to, you know, overcome. So, um, it was a great, uh, motivation to go back to St. Louis. Um, I think Colorado's taking care of it. I think they've learned. They all, and I said that in our group text that I think that they, they, they came out flying. They shot, had 18 shots in the first period and then they just let off the gas. I mean, you just can't let off the gas in the NHL playoffs. I mean, you just can't, I mean, teams are not going to stop. All gas, no breaks. One team in the NHL right now that doesn't let that put off the gas when it counts, and when you have the best goalie in the game, I mean, come on, guys, six six shutouts in game deciders, best goalie in the game, Mr. Vasilevsky. No, 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 sweep. no, 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 Congratulations! What? He's was the best goalie in the game the last few years. Now he is not. Yes, he is. What are you he's talking not. about? Bro? Why is he winning the best goalie award then? Okay, why is he nominated for the best goalie then? Time out. He's not nominated for best goalie. Time out. Is Joykic still in the playoffs right now? No, but that's not his fault. Or time out. No, hold on. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, listen to my argument. Is Joykic still in the playoffs? Yes or no? That's not his no. fault. No, right. This so, is so the award, though. Best goal in the game is not a Listen to what I'm saying. Sometimes it doesn't matter what the awards are. It's who's willing to step up and be the guy when it counts. All I know all right? is there's only one goalie nominated this year for MVP of the entire league, and it's Igor Shesterkin. So, 
which is good for him. But until his team gets to the next round, he's not better than Vasilevsky. We're working on it. Done it for two years in a row. <laughs> We're huh? working on it. <laughs> See? Watch the screen. We're working on it. <laughs> We're trying. Shut the stream off and flip the <laughs> No, but I mean it's title. Go for it, Jeff. I- I'm completely flipping the script on you guys. After what I saw last week in the Premier League with the way how exciting the season ended, it was heartbreaking for me. Liverpool was was it was one one. They needed a win. It was the 75th minute. I thought we were gonna end up blowing it. Man City, who Wait. is all right, Manchester about? City. Listen to me. Listen to me. I'm giving you my opinion of what's more exciting than the actual playoffs right now is watching a league go down to the final game of the final game of the season where one team has to win to secure the title and they're down two nil at home and this freaking team scores three goals in five minutes That's and crazy. takes control of the game and Liverpool That's fans are going to cry. What That's an exciting end! This That's tough. Arsenal fans. But- I break it for I'm them. Just, Tottenham gets I'm into just staying Champions up League. Eleven thirty at night watching soccer. I'm sorry, Jamie. I'm watching the Celtics take down. On, the this is Sunday morning, man. Conference. What are you talking about? It's Sunday. It's, they're Sunday? five hours ahead of us. It, it was five hours ahead. It was it was eleven o'clock, eleven a.m. on a Sunday. Yeah, I'm That's perfect sleeping, time bro. to watch sports. I'm still perfect sleeping. time to watch sports. Nah, man, I'm drinking well, you, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> But that was the most exciting end into the season I've seen in a while. It definitely didn't disappoint. And then this week, UEFA Champions League finals, Liverpool, Real Madrid. Can't get any better than that. Those two teams have been dominating. Now, now I understand why you want to open the show. <laughs> now I know why you want to open the show. He's like, he's like, I'll tease him with NBA and NHL, and then I'll just go into my soccer room. Jamie on the pitch. <laughs> Yeah, well, which, which okay. playoffs would be better? Like the regular season is the playoffs. It's just like well, college football has a playoff system. But the thing about these these soccer leagues is it's always the playoffs. Every single game counts right. as for who becomes the champion. So it's a continuous build of dramatic games week on end. It's not who gets to the playoffs and then plays good playoff basketball or hockey. It's you have to perform in that level throughout the whole year. That's what makes it exciting to me. The last game, the last week I was, was not prepared for this. Awesome. I was not prepared for this. Where's that in my notes? Guys, oh, where's the notes? Guys, I think I think since Jamie got his soccer in, I think it's only fair. Not on my notes. That John get John get his sport in. So John, you're gonna have to take the lead on this one because you know the most. Um, what? All right, talk about fjord hockey. Mito uh, Pereira. I think Mito blew it. Oh. Oh, so let me let me just tell you. Let me just tell you. This guy played fantastic golf. Yes, Daniel. Yeah, birds and woo. Daniel, you come on. You know, a great guy. Great. Yeah, no, he's awesome. Mike, number one fan. This one time. Yeah. No, he come on anytime. Number one fan, exclusivity, VIP. Oh, hey, welcome. I, I motion for uh, Daniel Dimes being the, the one we don't talk about anymore on this podcast. Okay. You don't want it to be Carson Wentz? Oh, that, the fucking broken meal over there in Washington? Yeah, no. well, he's, right. I was going to say, he's all right. All right. Let's not anyway, waste our, Mito Blue. Let's, let, let's, let's, uh, let's not waste our breath on pointless people. So. Let's talk about um, the fact. 
Um, well put. So, um, yeah. Speaking so, of Vito, Vito. <laughs> I mean, it was it was pretty heartbreaking. I was watching that. I watched all four days, and he played fantastic golf. I said this. He played 71 holes of great golf until the 18th, where it is a very challenging uh, dogleg right hole. And basically, a lot of guys took driver that needed to ultimately leg up and pretty much have a nice shot into the green. He did not. He had a one-stroke lead, and all he needed to do was put it, hit a three-wood down the middle of the fairway. Even if he would have blocked that three-wood right like he did on his drive, um, he would have – it wouldn't have reached the water. Um, and it's just sad to see that his caddy didn't just say, hey, keep the driver in the bag, hit something down the middle about 250, 260 yards, hit your next shot up, up on the green – Two putt, you win the PGA Championship. It's why just on the caddy. So because why does the caddy that happen though. Because a lot happen? of players, a lot of players, what they'll do is they'll pretty much say, you know, you know, the caddy's there for suggestions, right? I'm not right. putting it 100 percent on the caddy. Correct, correct. But you have to. He's a young kid. He's a that needs. He's still young. Like I do. He's still young, Pat. I mean, he still needs to have that. I mean, you still. Why do you listen to your coach? But why do you listen to coaches in NBA? Why do you listen to coaches in the NHL? Why do Why do players, players listen to their coaches? They're the perfect. But they Wait, do. Saying I'm saying, like they coach? most of them do. That is their coach. That is their coach the on the course. The pretty much uh, during the he round, that's like their it. coach. In okay, hold on one second. In the that, perspective yeah, yeah, yeah. of he's standing off. In the perspective of, of seeing that he's got a swing coach, he's got all this, but in the round, he is like their head coach there. That he's pretty much telling them, like, hey, he should have mentioned, like, hey, after especially on 16 and uh 17, where he pushed his drive a little right with the driver, you have to know in your brain as a professional player that if it's if the driver's not I mean, he was plus five at that point. He was he was at minus nine going into said, that Sunday. You just and said then he, in his professional head, he should know. He should, but it's always good to have that. Why do you have a caddy? It's it's like so, it's uh, not wait, it's wait, not wait, the wait. caddy. The caddy just doesn't carry the bag. The caddy gives good advice. The caddy, no, caddy no, knows no, how to no. calm right, John, players. John, 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 I'm I'm Go ignorant. Ahead. I'm ignorant in the world of golf. I know I you think are. The caddy is yeah. <laughs> I lost 20 balls on a nine-hole course last Sunday. I, That's I, what I'm talking I about. My time is off. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I'm not thinking yep. as a caddy as a head coach. I'm thinking as a caddy as an advisor, if anything. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I guess that's better better way to put it. I but just again, put it in perspective. I put it in perspective of a of a like when you look at an NHL team, when you look at stuff like that. It's, that's who they look at as like their head coach. Like it's like you look to them like. Like when they're getting a little antsy, that's their guy to be like, "Hey, you yeah. need to calm down." Yeah, that's why, like Joe Lacava's like been perfect for Tiger because he knows how to tell Tiger to like, "Hey, calm, calm down. Like, you know, you're good. Like, just, you know, t- take to the next shot or Don't overthink it." But I just Don't think it's a baseball. mental lapse. I mean, but he handled it like a champ. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. He really did. He yeah, he, 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 he took every he took every interview. Awesome, bro. Like he really shook it off. Like, hey, it happened. Like he didn't he, look he, too. Upset. He took like every he, interview. He signed every autograph. They said he he gave his gave his attention to everybody that came up to him. Um, he didn't sulk, snap a club or anything. So I gotta say he's very professional in that aspect. But you know, it's just sad to see that he played great golf 
for 71 holes, and then on the last hole you don't – I'm not saying – he didn't need to play it soon, but he was already five over on the round already. He did so he, need to play safe, though. He did because if you just – That's what I said. You, right. At least he would have got himself into a playoff if he was one over on that hole, which is very correct. doable. Correct. Playing correct. the way he said to play it. So. And with the new playoff rules of playing I didn't know – um, at the time, true. where it's not sudden death, and they played three holes. Yeah, yeah it's it's just crazy. I mean, in my opinion, I know I talked a lot about this right now, but I mean, with you guys, I mean, when it comes down to it, in like clutch clutch times, I mean, do you feel you need that extra like encouragement? Like, if you're talking about Pat for you for baseball, Mike Mike for baseball, Jamie Jamie for swimming, like, do you guys feel like? In, in a clutch time, like say you're going into a big meet or a big at bat or something like that, do you need that extra pep talk or can you focus yourself and kind of line yourself into fo- focus in? Mike, what about you? So, like, normally in like a normal game or situation like that, I, I've been able to, in the past, I was able to, to focus myself most of the time. But it was specific moments I found, and I think feel like this would have been a specific moment where, yeah, that would be, uh, really helpful and really necessary given like, like you said, he's not com- especially comparatively to everybody else on tour or a lot of other guys on tour. He's still very young and that's a big moment. You're going into, you know, the last stretch of trying to win a PGA championship. So yeah, it might've been nice to be able to be, if it were me and if I was Mito to be, you know, kind of taken aside for even half a second and being like, Hey, deep breath, calm down. It's Okay big moment like you know what i mean take a step back just someone mm-hmm. get me to take a step back and not overthink a shot or overthink my club selection or something like that oh but yeah i think it, i think it's i think it's um helpful not always necessary but definitely helpful what do you think what was, that? Up? What was oh boy <laughs> I, I lost everyone <laughs> oh all we all we heard was oh boy you guys got the old boy <laughs> Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, I was kind of thinking myself, I'm like, what did I say? All right. It had to be my Wi-Fi or something. I was like, oh, boy. (laughs) No, I I don't need a pep talk in those situations. I know the moment is right there. I have to perform to where I am. I've I've, I've played baseball games where there's a guy at second. I got to get the guy in. Yeah. I got to hit the damn ball. I got to put yeah. it in place somewhere. I don't need the coach saying, hey, swing the bat. I know to swing the bat. I got to get the ball in play. Yeah. So with Mito needing the caddy to tell him what club to use, you're a professional, yeah. man. Yeah. Get the suggestion, interpret it, use your own opinion on it. You're the yeah. professional. The caddy gets a small check, right? No. Mito's getting a big <laughs> check. Needles getting a big check, no matter where he places. So, yeah. dude, it, you got you got to perform in the moment that's at hand, and Needle did not. Can't blame on anyone else but him. Oh, of course, of course. Jay, what about I you? Think, you you performed at the highest at the highest of high. So, All right, yes, let, let, yeah, you performed so at the I, highest of highs. How did you focus in? Did you need that pep talk or no? Well, that was the first time – that was my first time at the Olympics, right? So I was freaking out. I really was because it was the biggest moment and it was the grandest stage. And in Australia, talking about 
15,000 people at a swim meet. The most people I've ever seen in a swim arena was 500. So um, it, it, everything was just surreal. So for me, it was a moment of I, I, I didn't have, you know, I had my dad there as my coach. I had my coach from high school and both of them were like, hey, you know, I, I prepped for it before. They kind of gave me a race prep strategy. So that helped tremendously because I could take that final breath to calm the nerves right before I stepped up. But I was shaking, man. I was literally petrified in, in, in walking up there more than I'd ever been. And it wasn't about being afraid to fail. It was just this moment was so big. And I think that's what happened. I think the experience is truly the king of all lessons. And so not having the experience of having a lead, going into the final hole, knowing how to handle that situation, got the best of him. And with a lot of athletes, that's why we call it the middle meltdown. That meltdown can happen at the absolute worst time, which where it's right before you have to make that one final move. And that came with, like John said, grabbing the wrong club. And perhaps he did not. Perhaps for him, it was like John said to me, look, he played the hole that way all weekend. Why would he think this would happen on the final day? Why go all of a sudden to safe when for the last three days, this is what's been working for me? Maybe he did make the right choice, but he didn't hit the ball the right way. It obviously didn't come off the club the way it was supposed to. And for him, like imagine that moment. And my heart, not because I chosen to win, my heart felt it for him at that moment because it's like how painful of a sport that 71 out of 72 holes, you do exactly what you have to do to win. And then you have someone like Justin Thomas who goes six under that day is as calm, cool, as collective as any pro there is on tour and deceiving because for a smaller guy, man, can he rip the ball right there. And then he gets himself in contention to win the tournament because, you know, the guy leading all weekend long had a meltdown yeah. at the worst time. I really sure. felt for him. I wonder if he had that tiger effect. I mean, no one will ever have that effect. But I wonder yeah. if Justin Thomas's name. You know, I mean, everyone knows his name. You know, you oh, people yeah. that don't watch golf know Justin Thomas. Know his name and likeness. You know, I wonder if you know that type of uh, pressure seeing him move up the leaderboard and and yeah. Mito coming down was like, man, I I don't want to go to a playoff with with Justin because you know he's he's a fierce competitor. So. You know, it's, Were you yeah. disappointed in his celebration? I thought it's so like there was nothing to it. JT, um, when he won, it was like, wait, like where's the emotion? He he, like no fist pumps. He, like he, he just he, kind of like he, he per- should be he, there. He should be there. He 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 per- he celebrated kind of like the way he did on the first time. Yeah, fist pump. I, like, I mean, yeah, I like, cool, I, calm, I and collective. Yeah, that's just how he is. Cool, calm, and collective. I mean, I, I agree because his best friend is Tiger Woods. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> seeing his reactions and Tiger let all the emotions out when he would win and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I, I, I get you. I get you 100%. You know, that's yeah. that's for sure. Uh, John, where where was Mito in the, the world of golf? Was he projected to be there at all? Or was this like out of left field? Right? Out of left field. I mean, it, <laughs> that's the greatest thing about golf. It's it's a uh, – I, I, I've heard of him over the – um, you know, the last few months, but he wasn't like in the top tens of a lot of majors and, and stuff like that. He was just kind of around in the top, maybe a hundred and okay. you just heard his name, but yeah, it was totally. Um, and I, I think mean, obviously he had to make the cut to be there. So yeah, I mean, he, I mean, like. I mean, yeah, he's on the, he's got his PGA card, which is qualifies you to be in this tournament. But, um, you know, so, I mean, it, it was, it's pretty impressive to see him come out and, and shoot lights out for like he like he did and and this right. course was very very manageable but very difficult at the same time so for sure hey, Oklahoma showed up 
I, I remember for the course the whole weekend. <laughs> we got overtime. Speaking about difficult to watch, Mikey, how you doing over there, buddy? Yeah, right? like. I'm all right. 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 Yeah. All right. I, 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 listen, listen. There's a lot of time left. Go through your emotions, Mike. Go through your emotions. Mike hasn't How spoken. Oh, well, it's 2 1 Carolina. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. My emotions are ranging from nervous to upset to sad to happy to excited to nervous. Back to it's just the whole thing. Back to hungry? Hey, Mike. Mike promises one thing. If we can just tie the game while we're still on, can you make your reaction a little more celebratory than Justin Thomas when he won the BJ Challenge? <laughs> <laughs> one request. <laughs> I need your laptop to go flying, and that's what I need. Mike, focus. Mike, focus. We, we're doing a show. <laughs> no, I, I know. I'm watching somebody bleed. From He's like, mouth. no, because I'm watching somebody bleed from their mouth. Uh, dude no for Carolina just took a stick to the face. Anyway, but, I mean, you know, Ooh, one of the things that we talked about this week is talking about the NHL. Still, is um, you know why? You know, you know how like an NBA sometimes usually the best team is you know right at the top. You know, how come? You know, I'll throw it to Mike. Mike, why? Why do you think the President's Trophy is kind of like a curse? To some teams, yeah. Honestly, I don't like the president's trophy for everyone is the best team in NHL. Right, uh, they finish with the most points in the, in the standings. Um, the best, you know, it, it's part of me thinks offhand that it's just like they burn themselves out in the regular season. They play so hard. Like all the teams play hard, obviously, but like when they're in uh, when they're in contention to to get the most points and win the president's trophy it's it's an honor it's a trophy you get so like it's something to shoot for so maybe these teams kind of kind of burn themselves out and you get a lot of cases where like for me for the Florida Panthers who won it this year um they're a very well built regular season team but we were saying all along as they went through the playoffs that they weren't a team comprised of a lot of guys with playoff experience, which is yeah. why you see them look pretty bad against a, a Tampa team that obviously went back to back Stanley Cups. They've uh, been wait, through the on. ringer. Uh, can you change that to Champa? Ch- Champa, thank you. Champa Bay team, not Tampa. A Champa Bay team. Go ahead. Uh, well, I mean, uh, I'm not going to call them that because they're not going to win this year. So. But yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a lightning team that is very okay that is very uh playoff savvy. So I think I think that has a lot to do with it. Is it's like there's teams that are built for the regular season and then teams that are built for the playoffs. I don't know, Jay, what do you think? Champa Bay. John. Okay. Besides that. I agree with Mike. Yeah, yeah. It's just hard. Back. I mean, you got to play every game. <laughs> so it's like, it's very difficult to, I mean, I feel like in the NBA, there's a lot of teams that can, yes, except Buffalo. Except Who cares Buffalo. about Buffalo? Is he a Buffalo fan? No. I'm assuming uh, he, no. Doesn't watch a, he doesn't watch a whole lot of hockey, but if he does, he's an Islanders fan. Okay. Dude, that's everyone fine. knows the Sabres. Who cares, who cares about Buffalo? Who cares about the Bills? Who cares about the Sabres? Bye-bye. 
You know I hate that. You know I. I'm not from Western New York. I know. Well, I live our in population might be. I live in a big town. All right. So wait, wait, wait. Let's get a tally. All right, so far we've lost Oklahoma City as listeners. <laughs> Tulsa, lost too. Tulsa. Oklahoma as a whole is As gone. a state. And we'll just call it. We lost Buffalo. We just lost <laughs> Buffalo, Buffalo, which means by by proxy you lost at least half of Rochester. The other half may stick around because I'm from there. So We've we definitely lost. Oh, shoot. Jamie. We lost Jamie. We lost Jamie. We lost, we lost, Jamie. Jamie. We lost a member. I'm uh, out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jamie leaves. We lost Tampa. <laughs> we definitely lost. We definitely lost hey. Dallas because we definitely lost Dallas because we got two Eagles fans in here. So we lost Dallas from the, from the first show. We lost Ooh. Dallas. So but if we lost Jamie, we lost all the soccer fans. So that might be yeah, a, that's us it. with a minus. You lost three billion. You lost three billion <laughs> sports fans. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's no. I mean, I mean, it's kind of when when it, when it comes down to it. I mean, Pat, do you feel like the best team is always, you know, do you think it's like a curse to be the best team in any sport? Like, I know you don't watch a lot of hockey, so I know, no, like, I mean, in just it, general, does it, it yeah, feel like it, it's like a lot of pressure? It, it plays for all sports. If you're the best team, if you're a defending champ, if you're the best in the regular season, you have a target on your back. You're going to get the best out of every team you're going to face here on out. Yep. Yep. If you're if you're a ranked team in college basketball, if you're number one yep. seed in NBA, you're going to get the best. And that's why it's hard to win a championship. But it's also saying that you have a championship caliber team. It's how do you play into pressure? Do you come out every day and play your hardest, or do you pull the wrong – club out of your bag you never know <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's true though i mean no, tar- i feel like teams step your, up target on your back is a big motivator or that's a great point that's a great it's point a, it's, a, it's a great point yeah I, one other thing i think about like when, when you go into the regular season and too many people are talking you up as the favorites i don't know if complacency kind of sets in because Something something about you going into the playoffs, you have that chip on your shoulder where you've handled a lot of teams in the regular season and you yeah. figure you could have your way with them. Like, I, I, I didn't think we were going to get past Toronto. Once we got to Florida, I was like, this team hates us more than any other team. Maybe this is this is the team that finally eliminates Champa Bay after nobody has done it for the last two seasons. And they proved to come up so short that our fans were waving the brooms. It, you know what, though? I guess it, it's fine. There wasn't that much traveling, but have you guys ever seen back-to-back hockey games like that? Hockey's such a tough sport. Like, I I don't know if there's ever been. Yeah, a, they kind of screwed. They kind of screwed them. They they, they, yeah. they kind of Subway they kinda, series. Come on, come on, Subway series. No, but he's no, talking about like back-to-back. No, I'm talking about hockey. played in the same no, day. That was World Series, same day. No, I'm talking about hockey. Because hockey is such a brutal sport to play back to back. That's that's tough on any team to do. I mean, and, I know both the, teams were in it, so like it's not the, like one team had the advantage, but both games were in time in champ of it. So, like, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't the Subway Series, the World Series, they played a back to back with a no. Subway? <laughs> no, no that that that. it was that season, but it was in like June. It was when they uh, played each other in the okay. regular season. But it was uh, that they wouldn't do season. that in the World Series. I didn't think that made any sense. I mean, I mean no, if it's during this during the regular season, if it's going to happen in a World Series, it's going to happen in New York or Chicago, right? Or LA, it's, it's, but, if, yeah, yeah, true. 
No, I agree with you, Jamie. Like, it's also it's, – I said that they screwed um, Tampa and Florida because, like, they had those every other day games. And then I looked on the schedule and it was, like, Sunday, Monday. And I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. They should have played Saturday. Um, I, I, I didn't understand it at all. But, yeah, I mean, Tampa got a run for their money. I mean – I think Tampa has a huge chip on their shoulder because, like, people like Mike who underestimate them and, you know, all season has said, oh, Tampa's not repeating, Tampa's not doing it, this, that, and the other thing. And they're kind of proving teams wrong. Like, hey, even though we got rid of our core our core, uh, uh, young guys, we're going to go out there and <laughs> prove people wrong. We got – we traded for Nick Paul. or Is it Nick Paul? I think it is. Nick, Nick Paul. What? Nick Paul, yes. Yeah, and then uh, Brandon Hagel, uh, who has been a great addition, so – yeah, I think you know definitely. Uh, you know, I love that. I love the hockey they're playing right now. It's, they're playing great Bro, games. They also proved how deep they are because they did it without arguably that best player in the previous series because Greenpoint went down before that series even started. So I think once again they're proving that that depth is as good as any team in the sport right now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I definitely think uh, you've got a lot of guys on that team that are making a difference. And speaking of making a difference. Uh, I think it's time we talk about uh, some unfortunate stuff that's happened this week that has caused us to think about how can athletes make a difference and make a positive impact in the community, given, you know, circumstances. Yeah. I mean, if you don't mind, just, you know, you know, one thing that they can do is just be there. You know, there's not a lot of these kids, a lot of these people. I mean, look at you. You got those jerseys behind you. I got my jersey sitting right next to me. Pat's got a ton of, and so has Jamie, got a ton of memorabilia. So I, I think just being there, showing your face, you know, signing autographs, taking time out of your own day, uh, even in the off season, you know, take a week and spend it in the community, do autograph sessions, do, you know, I'm doing a camp, a community camp where you just learn how to play basketball or learn how to play hockey. Um, you know, I think that's one way of kind of bring each city and each community together. And it's unfortunate it's what's happened. Um, it's sickening and it's disgusting um, what's happening. And, you know, it's very sad. But I think a positive impact moving forward is, you know, doing what what I just mentioned, just being there and being out in the community as much as possible instead of, you know, I understand that they have to protect themselves, but also, you know, it, it's it, – I know it means a lot to a little kid to see, let's just say, Luka Doncic or let's see Dwayne Wade or LeBron James pop up in the community. It's like, oh, my God, I met LeBron James, you know. So what about you, Pat? Uh, all right, so I, I saw this in our, our notes, and I had a, I had a lot of feelings behind it. Uh, it it's mixed. Like, I, I think athletes, the highest platform they have is bringing awareness to whatever social situation is going on. Uh, they have a platform and most of them use it. And other people try to knock them off that platform. And I think that's wrong. We, we talk about Colin Kaepernick. Uh, he's, he's getting a workout with the Raiders right now. But I really feel like he's been blackballed over an issue that he felt strongly about. And, you know, we have, we have rights in this country that uh, – protect you with peaceful protest. And a lot of people don't want to watch football because players are kneeling down. And I, I really think it's messed up that people take athletes with the platform they have to address something that they care about 
and turn it into something that it was never about. You know what I mean? Like, yep. uh, politicians would use that, uh, you know, this guy shouldn't be playing. This guy shouldn't be doing this. This guy shouldn't be doing that. Well, he thought that it was right in that moment. And who's to say that's wrong? We have the right to do that. Right. So, but how do you think? How do you think players can, you know, you know, players can make an impact in in the, in their communities? You know, how do you feel like, you know, the Ka- Kaepernick situation is one example. But you know, what right. is what is a way that you know players can that you feel can can make an impact? Well, like I said, they just bring awareness to a cause that you don't like. Uh, uh, cancer. A lot of players wear cleats in NFL. They they sell their merchandise to auctions to mm-hmm. raise money to this awareness. And a lot more players could do that. I know a lot do. And I, I mean, as far as they can do, that's it. They can bring awareness to it. And I I, I like what everyone is doing so far. Can I say one thing before before we go on to Jamie and Mike? You know, I was I was listening to something about um, J.R. Smith, and he was talking after he enrolled in the NCAA, UNC A and T, I think it is, playing golf there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he said one thing that actually, like, I think to Brandon Marshall, um, who I, I forget what the podcast or what show it was, and he basically said, you know, I was I was stupid as a young kid. He goes instead of giving back to my community and giving back my money to my, you know, the community and helping build this, build the boys and girls club, build this, build that, and the other thing, you know, I was spending, I was throwing like sixty thousand in a club, I was throwing this in the club, like I was just throwing money away like it was nothing, and he goes looking back, I'm, I was an idiot, and that really impacted me because it's like those you know, are outliers, those it's are like, outlier guys. But it's, really but, it, but it's but but it's true though. Like he did a lot of dumb stuff as a as a young guy in the NBA. With but it's it it. I hope younger players watch that and listen to that because I think that's important. Because I think that's key when you get your first million dollar check. It's not about you know having the fanciest car, having the best. Uh, I mean, you know, it's about what you can do with it. Understanding that you've never had this. Okay, splurge on yourself. It's okay to do that. But it's also okay to save it and okay to invest in a community, help build up your community. Um, you know, well, like like that's well, hang that's, on, that's hang on, hang on. You got J.R. Smith throwing dollars in the club, and then you got Kirk Cousins who doesn't spend a dollar, but he saves all of it. What's to say that's any different? He's not putting it back in your community. He's saving. No, but I was saying, I was saying, I was, I was re- referencing how how he said he was. He should have given back to his community. That's what I'm saying. Right. So should that's Kirk what, Cousins. He's got. But it's not an obligation, deal. right? I agree with you. Right. There should be some sort of donation to a, a charity, a Boys and Girls Club, those type of things. I think that should be come out of your check. But ultimately, that's like saying us and our paychecks. So, Jay, I know, you, I know you're antsy to say something. So go ahead. Yeah, um, it, it's very disheartening to. To know that like it's going to be on to the next very soon with this and and that's why i really applauded what steve kerr did when he got mm-hmm. the podium yeah. And, yeah. and it was very personal for him too because his dad was unfortunately gunned down many years ago by a terrorist in a foreign country and you know when he took the the the, the podium he was so visibly shaken by this you could tell that he literally had had it like he had had it like the, they were in texas as well so i really felt it even more um, and 
the worst part about it was him pleading, saying, we know something can be done. And yeah. Mike, you know, Uncle just made a great point there and said, the sponsors of these teams and the bigger corporations are the one that, that they look at you, right? You know, how about getting the corporate sponsors to start influencing political candidates they support? Yes, because they rub shoulders with these guys. These are the mega millionaires and billionaires that fund some of these campaigns. Who knows? These yes. are the people that can actually make a difference more than yes. the players that they take. Now, the players, yeah. players are the influencers through social media. But when you're rubbing shoulders with people who could sign the papers, they can get things done to make moves. So children aren't left to read signs when they come into school saying, beware of people carrying guns or having to feel like they're fending for themselves. It's disheartening to me. I don't, I don't, you, you have a kid, but all of us have nieces and nephews. At this stage, now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hey, you got a kid? I'm sorry. Maybe <laughs> somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, sorry. I'm going to say all of us have nieces and nephews. My fault. My fault. All of us have nieces and nephews. Right? Unfortunately, like, we're all left to think exactly what Chris said. What if it was your family? What yeah. if it was your family? Guess what? You would not be on to the next. You just wouldn't. And the yeah, sad part yeah. is I'm seeing these posts with people like, you know, they have this school in, in some part of Florida where you see an, an, an ex-Border Patrol guy with a gun from his shoulder down to his hips. Is that what you want your kids to go to school and think is the only way I can be safe is if a man is standing with a gun that's bigger than me in my school? Like, what picture is that also painting of the country that you live in? So I can't tell you whether or not I think athletes are the right approach to it. Yes, they can have tremendous impact. Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, LeBron James, the big names, they are boys and girls clubs. They're building schools. They're giving kids hope and opportunity. Even kids that may have felt bullied and outlied that, that are coming into a community that uplifts them. And yes, that's a very grassroots start to it. But immediate impact, your uncle made a great point, Mike. What do you right. think? Yeah, no, yeah, it's corporation. No, I... I agree. I agree that uh, that there's a certain certain level of like ownership and and the corporations and stuff and sponsors that need to need to face the world we live in today, the unfortunate parts of the world we live in today, and try to do their part to make a difference. And I think from a from a sports and athlete perspective, um, I commend, like you said, Steve Kerr for saying what he said and 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 giving that raw emotion that he did because I, it, it is very personal thing for him. And it's unfortunate that it, that it takes it being personal for some people to, to face it, I guess. But um, I think there's, I think there is a, there's a, I agree with you guys that like what an athlete can do is he can put his name fate and face to causes, be a spokesperson, speak mm -hmm. to kids, you know, especially in the off season, you yes, you train for your sport in the off season, whenever that off season may be, but you don't train all the time, obviously. So you can go talk, go be a part of your community, talk yeah. to the kids in your community, make them understand that help. In my in my opinion, and from my perspective, I think a lot of the on top of like putting money into the right causes and the right funds and foundations and 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 charities and stuff like that is teaching, educating the next generation. Because I always I, I like to 
I like to try to live by and, and go by the old adage of those who do not recognize history are doomed to repeat it. Yeah. So yeah. it's about educating the next generation about what's right and what's wrong about certain things. Well and what that teaching them that this isn't what life is supposed to be. Correct. This isn't what's supposed to happen. You know, yeah. so I think it's I think it's it's I think that's that's to add on to what I what you guys have already said because I agree with all you guys. I think that's the other part. It's educating athletes and non athletes because you know Yeah, but I this can't I, I, agree. I agree with Pat. Like, you know, it's you know, is J.R. Smith in the club throwing money all over the place when he was a young athlete or Kirk Cousin putting it in the bank, you know. I mean, honestly, I think that's a good role model as it is because it shows that Kirk Cousins isn't wasting his money in the club throwing money all over I, the place. I didn't, I didn't say Kirk Cousins puts it in a bank. He strikes me as a guy who would dig a hole and put it in his backyard. Like a dog, not with a shovel. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Like, you know, like I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a negative aspect of him because if he doesn't no. you don't see him out throwing his money all over the place it's i think negative, I, I always but say, doing, but doing nothing is not that you classify it as negative but doing nothing is doing nothing you know what i mean and nothing, I think not, yep listen exactly. you're talking about impacting exactly. kids right speaking mm -hmm. of doing it are two different things but I, i'm talking about adults and foot you'd imagine what he's saying we have to impact kids there's the scariest stat about all this that's been going down right and this has been happening for 10 years in the united states is it truly is about educating kids because they're like, well, the adults doing this. The average age of people that go and shoot up schools is 16. 16. That's the That's average sad. age. So this really is about targeting middle school kids who are about to go into high school because that's where that's where the hurt happens. That's where the mental lapse happens. That's where the breakdown and the disconnect happens and the empathy fades. And, and that's when you start seeing years of the abuse start to turn into this hatred. And when that hatred has no love attached to it, these horrible things happen. Just absolutely mm -hmm. horrible I, I, things. Jamie, I think that's bottom line. Just, just love each other. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, love somebody today. Going? I always see it. I, mean, I always see it on Twitter. Love somebody today. Yeah. And like the uh, old, old edit. And don't love them like that. The NBA, the NBA showed some love to their best. 15 players this week, naming the all first, second, and third team. And let's just keep – we're going to – I really want to get to the stump the squad here. You know, we have to have a little <laughs> bit of fun. Thank you guys for tuning in. But real quick, I'm going to read off first and second team because third team, LeBron, CP3, Siakam, Cat, Trey, pretty awesome team. But how about this? Wait, 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 wait. Say that again. They're third team. LeBron's on the third team. Yeah. Third team, LeBron, CP3, Pascal Siakam, Carl Anthony Towns, and Trey Young, okay? So now you know that when you need them. But, but if we're going – That's crazy, though, that he's on the third team. He averaged 30 points a game. <laughs> it's nuts. And then, and then, and then Jalen Rose says he voted for Kyrie on that team. And that means wow. he's going to have left. I mean, he left and someone out. Wow. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. All NBA first team versus all NBA second team. Who you got? Just say who you got. First team, Giannis, Luka, Joykic, Booker, and Tatum versus okay. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, John Moran, and DeMar DeRozan. Second team, easily. First team or second team? Second team, easily. Second team. First team. No. God, no. 
They have the MVP in the first. What does that NBA mean? Team. We just talked about that. <laughs> oh, MVP, right. He's out of the playoffs. If, if Tatum <laughs> was on the second team, don't lie. If Tatum was on the second team, you'd have said second team. Don't lie. Obviously. <laughs> so, oh my God! Okay, where's my button? Where's my button? Dude, all right, all okay, right. bye. Oh, Let's go. Uh, you, you stop that. All right, you go one for one. You want one Jason Tatum? Jason Tatum or Demar Derozan? Jason Tatum. Good point. Okay, Devin Booker or Demar Devin Booker or Demar No, 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 no. That was all the points I need, Jamie. No, Devin okay. Booker or Demar Derozan. Devin Booker. Okay. Joykic or Embiid. Jokic or Embiid? Toss up, right? Yeah. No, Jokic. Luca or Steph? Luca or Steph? Steph. It's proven right now. You said Luca's your MVP and you just said Steph? Yeah, but I mean, it's one proven out right now. They're playing head to head and they're. Aren't they about to sweep them? (laughs) Yeah, but Luca's carrying the whole team. All right, final one. Giannis or KD? Giannis or KD? Giannis. KD. All right, you're a first team guy, John. You said you were second team. Mike, you going second team, you said? Yeah, mainly because of Steph and Ja. True. What about KD? Well, I for me, right for me right now, KD and Giannis are a toss-up. But overall, he's a, it's KD. Giannis would toss up. Second team is looking good to me, too, boy. That second team is looking good to me. That's a strong second team right there. It's a strong second team, but it's not the first team. Let's be real. You, get a, you give me a backcourt of John Morant, <laughs> Steph Curry. You kidding me? Dude, come on. I'm I hate you, Pat. Facts. I'm spinning facts. The second team's strong, but they're not. My relationship the first team. with Pat's a hate love relationship. They, they don't have they don't have the Celtics MVP of Jason Tatum, and they don't have the NBA MVP of Jokic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you yeah, talking yeah. about here? Come on. I think we all know. At, at, they Embiid got slighted this year. This was Joel Embiid's MVP to lose. No, Luca did. He did not lose it. Right? He did not lose it to Jokic. He did not lose it to him. They no, just who? voted Jokic nope. because he carried his team more, but he didn't lose it to him. That we know. All right, so we're yeah. talking about first, second, thirds, and there could be a fourth in this week's edition of Stomp the Squad. We read that point in the show, boys and girls, where we get to try and stump each other on our sports trivia. That we don't really look it up, but we pretend we know everything in sports. So that's what we do. We've got two or one. <laughs> the person with the most points at the end, they get to ranch to take us out into another week or to end this week, sorry, and then take it to the next week. So who's going to kick it off this week? You, you decide. All right, I'm going to go with Mike over there. Mike. Yeah. He's got to go to work. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. We got to put up our wager before we do – before we uh, ask the question. You know I always start with two. We always start with two. Two. Pat. One. One for Pat and a half. One for Pat and a half. Two for Jamie and John. Two for Jamie and John. One for Pat. Well, I'm – it actually works out that we, that I'm starting because uh, we just we just talked a little NBA. So let's talk a little bit more NBA, but we're going to go in the past. Okay. 1983 NBA draft. Okay. We all know that Hakeem the Dream went number one overall. I actually didn't know. And Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player of all time, no, no debates necessary, went 
third overall. Okay. So tell me, who went second? Uh-huh. God damn, Darko. Darko Minute. That's 2003, <laughs> not 1983. Was it A, James Worthy? B, Detlef Shrimp. Who? My dude, Detlef Shrimp. <laughs> C, Sam Sounds Sam like Sam. a dish at Bahama Breeze. <laughs> or D, Clyde the Glide Drexler. Love Clyde the Glide. Who is C? C was Sam Bowie. As James Worthy, uh-huh. Detlef Shrimp, Sam Bowie, Clyde the Glide Drexler. Mike. Clyde. Clyde with Hakeem on Houston and Slice. But, he, but when was he drafted, Don? Mike, they went out together. Goddamn answers. But did Houston have the one-two though? No, well, Houston. He would, well, no, he didn't go. Start, remember, he got drafted by Portland. Portland. Yeah, I know. I don't remember. No. Mike, who was the third well, answer? <laughs> All right, I will read them again. Yeah, please. A. A. James Worthy. A. B. Detlef. Detlef Shrimp. C, Mine. Sam Bowie. D, Clyde Drexler. <laughs> I'm going A. Okay, John picks A, James Worthy. I'm going Bowie. C. Okay. The correct answer is Sam Bowie. Well, I stumped John. Yeah! B, Sam Bowie. The man who didn't know that left shrimp. Dip, 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 dip. Who was a real person, by the way? I didn't make that name up. Hey, Bro, basketball. He was one of the first Indiana Indiana. Yes, sir. All right, all right. Indiana Who's next, Mike? Product. Who's um, next, Mike? I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go with you, John. Oh, okay, so mine's an NHL question. Go figure. Oh. Who was the first Hold NHL? On. Oh no, my bad, my bad. I messed up my own. You wanted this. <laughs> you made this a point. <laughs> Two. Two. I see you, John. Don't <laughs> right, get minus. Don't get another minus two for that. All right. What are we betting? Two. Two. Two, two for Mike. Two for Pat and Jamie. Two. Okay. So two for Jamie. Cool. All right. So, who was the first NHL player to appear in Game Seven of the playoffs thirteen times in his career? Mm. Was it? A, Glenn Anderson. B, Patrick Waugh. Oh. Uh, C, uh, Mario Lemieux. Or F- D, Mark Messier. Man, Lemieux and played in Game so 7 13 cool. times. 13 times. <laughs> I had so many NHL questions, but I knew Mike knew most of them. <laughs> I'm waiting for you guys. I got. I have. I have an idea. Pat, you, actually, you got to go first. That's not part of the rules. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pat. We, we, we wrote them down. Part. You didn't. You didn't get. You didn't get the uh, the memo. It was when uh, you, you went know, frozen. God. John, who was B? Messi. <coughs> no, 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 no. Glenn Anderson, Glenn Patrick Waugh, Mario Patrick. Lemieux, or Mark Messier. Okay, all right, all right. I will go first. I want to say Lemieux. But okay. It's John, so I want to say Patrick Watt. Okay. So I'll say B. <laughs> Until these guys answer, and I'll change my answer. 
like like john you really tempted us with b c and d because i have no idea who a is but b c and d all seem like they could be right right yeah Yeah, each one is i know lemieux played on so many championship teams and playoff teams so did wow all right you got five seconds five four i'll take i'll take three a two glenn anderson okay I have successfully stumped Jamie and Mike. It is Patrick Waugh. Wow. <laughs> and a boy, Pat. <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't this doesn't seem real, man. <laughs> it is. It's Patrick Waugh. You wouldn't think. My favorite think, goaltender of all time. You went all to right. a lot of game sevens because he played on really good Montreal teams. Yeah. All right. All right. So wow. I'm at, I'm at uh, minus two. Pat's at now three minus one. What? Oh no! no. Pat's at three. Pat's at three. <laughs> three. Mike's at minus two, and Jamie's at zero. Yeah. All right, Pat, go ahead. All right. <laughs> I hope I get this question out right because I was Hold writing on. it down Wait. and not just kept talking. I gotta go for two. I gotta yeah, go. For I want to hear the wagers. I want to hear the wagers. I want to hear the wagers. Two's all around. Yep. Okay. All right, in 2015, as we all know, St. Louis Rams transferred their whole franchise back to L.A. Mm-hmm. Yes. With that move, St. Louis moved into a tie with what team for the number one city to lose professional sports? Ooh. You guys get that question, or should I rephrase yeah. it? <coughs> Which which city has the most uh, which, teams? Which lost the most teams. Has lost, lost the most, most teams. St. Louis okay. is in a tie with this city. Is okay. it A, Chicago, B, Boston, C, New York City, or D, Atlanta? Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta. You have two seconds. <laughs> it's Atlanta. New York. New York. New York has like 10 teams. Did Brooklyn count? But lost. It doesn't matter how many they have. Jamie, uh, what'd you say? How many they've lost. Uh, yeah. Like, so if they were Brooklyn, like that counts for New York City too. Like it just has to be a part of any other boroughs. Like. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know that round <laughs> Who is A? Who is A? A was Chicago. Chicago? I don't know. Chicago's team's kind of. Right, whatever. I'll stick with New York. All right. I have successfully stumped John and Mike. Yes. <laughs> yes. Brooklyn does count. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if asking a question of my question counts, but yes, that counts. <laughs> so lost, Mike and I are out of it. The, they lost Brooklyn and the Giants. Who else? He didn't look that um, up. I, I did not have that much time to prepare. <laughs> All I right, Jay. Whole, I, I spent my full thirty writing that question as applicably. So it's between, right, it's between it's between Jay and Pat. Yeah, and Pat's gonna risk one right now if he was smart because he's up one. But let's see. But I'm not. For that. Go for it. Two. Let me see your wager. Two. Two. Pat, you going one or two? He said one. one. Give me one. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna swing back to the NBA here. So they have had. About, I think the number right now is about 13 players have had 
two jerseys retired in NBA history. 13. Which players have had their jersey retired by teams they didn't even play for? Is it A, Shaquille O'Neal and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Is it B, Michael Jordan and Pete Maravich? Is it C, Bill Russell and Kamalone? Or is it D, Will Chamberlain and Kobe Bryant? So which two players have had their jersey retired by teams they didn't even play for? Michael Jordan. It's D. So I know why too. D. D. You're going with Chamberlain? I'm going with whatever Michael Jordan B, right? B was Michael Jordan? Jordan and Maverick would be. Okay, B. It's B. Carmelone, Carmelone combo was C. Will Chamberlain Chamberlain combo was D with Kobe. And A was. Michael Lynch is on my side. Yes, he is. We rolling. He has D. I'm going to go B. 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 Pat, what you saying? D. I have successfully stumped. Pat in the hat. Yeah, because no! Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Charlotte, isn't it? Miami Heat. No, the Miami Heat retired and the Pelicans retired. And the Pelicans, New Orleans retired. Pete Maravich jersey. That's what. That's why LeBron. That's why LeBron had to change his That's why. That's why LeBron had to go to six when he came to Miami because. It was already up in the rafters, and I saw them when we went to the game two, uh, three years ago. Yeah. Woo-hoo. And then Maravich right, so makes sense. Five, five, five. Five. Wait, 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 wait. Bring it back. So the Eastern Conference team retired another Eastern Conference basketball player's number. Yeah, what a stupid weird. franchise. They don't deserve to be there. They don't deserve to be <laughs> in game six. Well, wow. Pat. Damn. <laughs> Who doesn't watch basketball? Come on! <laughs> All right, so we got a tiebreak, guys. Mike, Mike how are you going to break it this week? Um, okay. Mike, how do you? Mike, go ahead. Call him. Call no. no. <laughs> Mike, it's not bullshit. We saw it in the rafters. Come on down to Miami. Yeah. Good time. Eight games. <laughs> Pete Maravich. Pete Maravich got his jersey retired by the Pelicans, who weren't around when he was playing. So, right, and he played, he played at LSU. He played it with. Did he play with the New Orleans, New Orleans Jazz before they were? Yeah. All right, yeah. all right, Mike. Mike, huh. we got to figure out what we're gonna oh, do for the tiebreaker. Um, probably a Price Is Right type question where they got to okay. go over. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a oh, question between me and Jamie. Yeah. Yes, yes, sir. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We roll. Okay. Okay. Here, they're not. John, I got it. They're not hockey fans. They got to tell us without going over how many points Wayne Gretzky had in his career. Oh, Jesus. I don't even know that. Wow. Say it again. Without going over. Again, without Gretzky. going over. What? Huh? How many points did great Wayne Gretzky have? Points. So that's points. goals and assists combined. In his career. In his career. Price is right rules. Closest without going over. I have it up. You got five seconds. Five. Four. 1,860. 
two, eight. one. Uh, Seventeen fifty-six. The winner, great year. Jamie wins. Wayne Gretzky had a total of two thousand eight hundred and fifty-seven points in his NHL career. Yeah, Sheesh. boys. What a stud. Yeah, I want to say one, Michael Lynch. Damn, he's going to talk about soccer. First yes, week. he is. First yes, week. he is. This is my first week. Gentlemen, I am so happy that I get to run this week. Here's why I'm so happy. We touched on what happened earlier in the show, and I'm not going to go back there because we did give it enough time, and I love the way we ended it talking about let's just love one another. And that's probably the most powerful message anybody could send to any audience on any platform. But this weekend is all about Liverpool Football Club, ladies and gentlemen. My Liverpool Football Club will be playing Real Madrid in the Champions League final. Madrid. is a rematch to try and win their seventh UEFA Champions League title. They are a dynasty of a club. They have shown that they are the best team in the world this year. Real Madrid is in there because Man City fell asleep in the last three minutes of their game. Man City destroyed them in the first leg of the semifinals. My favorite player, Mo Salah, Mo Salah, will be the one leading us to victory because he called it. He said, I want to play Real Madrid in the finals because that's how confident he is, ladies and gentlemen. And this weekend, I'll be wearing red. I'll be wearing my hat. Yes, we bleed. Yes, we never walk alone. My Liverpool football club will be hoisting the UEFA Champions League this weekend when we defeat the mighty Real Madrid, the Galacticas, in Paris, France, in the UEFA Champions League finals. And gentlemen, you're going to hear about it next week, too. If I win, I'm bringing it back up. I'm just saying you right now. You guys better beat me next week. Because as winners, you know we're running this back, baby. We're running this back. Let's go, Liverpool. <laughs> we are joined by a balloon. Well, boys, it's like been a great class. <laughs> you never went to history. Shut up. <laughs> you know, I was a history major. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Well, boys, I hope I hope you guys have a great Memorial Day weekend and uh, watch a lot of sports. Enjoy some family time, and thank you everyone for uh, tuning in this week. Tune in next Friday. We're going back Fridays next Friday. Warriors win tonight. Warriors make the finals tonight. First team into first team into any finals this year. Golden State. Hey, enjoy your loved ones, everyone. Yes. Have a good weekend. Good See you. Good